Hi, my name's Sean Vesey. And I'm John Radcliffe. And this is Waves of Sound, Hong Kong. It's 8.30 on a Friday morning in November, and we're standing on the starting line of the Oxfam Trail Walker. It's a 100-kilometer trail competition, and definitely Hong Kong's most iconic race. The Trail Walker is a major event in Hong Kong, and we weren't sure where to begin. By chance, weeks before the race, we happened across a podcast called the Hong Kong Trail Walker Podcast. We contacted the host Vince, and he got back to us saying he was, in fact, taking part in the race, and that he was happy to talk with us. We met up with him a few days later. You are listening to the Hong Kong Trail Rockers podcast. You will learn from experienced trail runners about their humble beginnings. Without further ado, here's your host, Vince Natieri, with this week's episode of the Hong Kong Trail Rockers podcast. My name is Vince Natieri. Uh, I've been running for, uh, I think, something like 13, 14 years now, started as a hiker in 2005 and, uh, and got into running thanks to a guy called Steven Sparksman. Uh, I think it was 2007. And then we started, we formed this group called the Hong Kong Trail Runners along with four of my other co-founders. And then now uh, I'm an amateur trail runner for the most part. I've done the Oxfam Trail Walker around, uh, this is my ninth consecutive time, if I remember right. Uh, and uh, my teammates, I think in our team, we've got about a cumulative what, 20 something years of experience. Rupert 18 times, I've done it nine times, Vic five times, Michael uh, three times. You add all those numbers up, I think you get 20 something. That's, that's, that's how much experience we have doing this stuff. So, I mean, there are many races. What I like about- Vince walked us through the details of the race. Through all of this, it was easy to forget just how long 100 kilometers is. 100 kilometers is the equivalent of doing two and a half marathons back to back. This isn't a road race either. The trail walker goes through 4,500 meters of ups and downs. On top of this, the surface varies from paved road to concrete steps to completely natural soil and rock. This year's favorite team, the Awu Team Nepal, are looking to do the race in under 11 hours. 11 hours of trampling from Hong Kong's far east through the mountains of the New Territories to finish just before the border with China is the least amount of time you'd have to spend on the trails. Some teams will be spending 30 to 40 hours completing the race. It's because of this that training and support are so important. Vince talked with us about the preparation his team was doing to give them the best chance at success. So, uh, what's great about the Trail Walker is that it is a team event and uh, you got to finish as a team of four people if you want to qualify as a team, right? And also the other big thing about the Trail Walker is that support plays a very, very key role in what you do. So in other solo races, it's about you as an individual and your preparation. But um, in the Trail Walker, because the original course was designed for the, the Gurkhas, um, support used to be a very big thing. So the person who takes advantage of the team atmosphere and also um, how to best optimize support would be a person who can finish relatively fast compared to the rest of the guys, guys who are participating. Hi, can we ask you a few questions about the race? I'm, I'm actually not doing it, I'm supporting. Yeah, so oh, that's cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So which team are you supporting? Uh, the joint Dynax. Okay. Um, yeah, gone modding team. Okay, and how are you supporting? 
Uh, carrying, carrying poles, carrying ropes, food, drinks, things like that. So you're what they call a mule? Pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah that's it. So how long are you going to run with them from the starting point? Um, either two or three, uh, three of the, the, the stages. Okay, so around 30k? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going up for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the first time that I've been down for this, and it's, it looks uh, it's, it's inspired me to want to do it uh, uh, in future, definitely. Do it as yeah. a competitor next yeah, year, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. All right, do you have to train much to be a supporter? Um, well, I, I, I train quite a bit, bit anyway, so I mean, I'm not not probably a natural trail runner. I'm, I'm probably better on the roads, but um, yeah, it's I do some trail running, definitely. And do you know what uh, the target is for today? How many now, hours? Yeah, they're, they're, they're hoping to go under 12 hours, I think. So it's anyway, they're, they're, they're pretty fast guys. Yeah. yeah. All right, good luck. Yeah. What mules do is to help carry your stuff. You've got to remember, if you're not carrying your backpack and water, you are remarkably faster. You know, you have an edge right there. You know, and the static support guys, they essentially wait for you at a particular point. So we have those, we have those guys too. So, so you can imagine so what, what a difference it makes, right? Essentially, it's like the runners run and that's it. And then the, the mules help the runners by carrying stuff. And the static guys take away stuff or give you give you stuff as well. Essentially, say stage five, you don't want to, you have you have your wet, your t-shirt's full of sweat now, you want to give it away to someone else. The static guy's going to wait at, at checkpoint five, you know, carry your, uh, your you know, take away your t-shirt, give you a new one, give you your nutrition, and also the headlamp. So it doesn't get dark. So for us, as a 14-hour team, we probably won't, it will probably won't get dark until, um, until Typo Road, which is uh, the end of uh, stage five. So at that point, our static guy is going to be waiting and then uh, he's going to give us our headlamps. We're going to put it on and then once. We don't have to carry the headlamps from the beginning. What team are you? Uh, we're team Epic Hose. Cool. Have you got any support crew? Or you got a good... A no. Uh, yeah, we've got static support. Static support. All right. Static. He's a man. He's a man. Static. <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't use mules. Right. We're, we're vegan team. Right. Right. Pure. <laughs> Keep it pure. All right, guys. We'll yeah, let you turn. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, the team spirit is very important in, in, in a trail walker. It's... Um, for teams um, that want to go especially fast, we use tow ropes. So usually in a, in, a, in a team situation, you find that one guy might be faster than the rest and, um, and one guy might be slower. Now the guy who's fast initially will have a lot of energy and he'll be going a bit too fast. But what you want to do is to average out the speed. If you're able to average out the speed successfully, then the team will finish faster. And that's, that's the goal here. You want to finish as a team, you want to finish fast. Number one, finish as a team. Number two, finish as fast as you can, right? So we carry two tow ropes. So the guy who's going fast will have to go tow the guy who is relatively slow or you average out the speed that way. The biggest motivator here is you don't want to let the team down. You know, it's, it's a team event. And um, no one wants to be the slowest guy. No one wants to be the injured guy either. You know, so we, we kind of help each other out. Can But it's a total... The best part about the trail walker is that anyone who wants to learn how to behave in a team, how to run a team, or how to, uh, in general, use the power of people for a common goal has to attend the trail walker because you get, you get, you hear stories about people breaking up during, you know, um, the, they start off as friends and end up, end up as enemies. You hear all those stories, but it's very, very important to know who is in the team, know them really well, know how they behave under pressure and care for them. Empathy teaches you empathy what you do when your goals don't match someone else's goals, you know, then that, that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. I mean, there are four people, you might be really fit 
and you might want to really do it within 14 hours but the third guy might be injured and can't do it in 14 hours he might to him only a 16 hour thing might be a possibility so do you sacrifice your goal and go at his pace which will make you feel bad what do you do in that situation those are the things you learn when you do it you know and then you realize ultimately that um it's uh caring for the other person surpasses any happiness you can derive from meeting your own goal individually and that, that's, that's the beauty of it isn't it so should this thing be beeping now or something so i've got the it may not be activated it may not be activated, but I've already got it. When we finally found Vince and the team in the crowd of several hundred racers and supporters, there was only 15 minutes until the race started. The mood was calm but serious, as you'd imagine it would be when you're about to take on a task of this size. Uh, Rupert, Rupert, Michael, Vic. Hey, Vic. Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Rupert. Nice to meet you, man. Hey, Rupert. Michael. As well. Nice to meet you. My name's John. Hey, Vic. Hey, Vic. Nice to meet you. John. How you guys doing? Yeah? Good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. The start is always a bit tense, yeah, because... Uh, yeah, you got to get everything in yeah, time. Yeah, i got to make sure I don't lose these cool, guys. Go, man. You go. You stick with them, eh? No problem. Hey, good to see you. Thanks for coming. No worries. It's good luck, man. Good luck, guys. So while Vince, Rupert, Vic, Michael and the team were slugging through a hundred kilometers of ups and downs, Sean and I were at work, living out our Friday as we would any other. We followed the race via a WhatsApp message group as the guys progressed, checkpoint to checkpoint. By 10.30 that evening, the time I would normally be hitting the hay, I instead downed a coffee and went to the race finish in Yunlong. The scene was jovial but serious. No more than 30 dedicated supporters, teammates, fathers, wives and girlfriends huddled around the blow-up finishing post, waiting for the teams to come in. The first sound to break the silence was of a man dry-retching, so I braved a smile and talked to the least wounded. How you doing, man? My name's, my name's John. How are you doing? Yeah. Sorry to bug you. You raced today? or No, I was just supporting. Oh, you're supporting. Tell me about the supporting. Like, did you, were you being a mule or? I was carrying like four or five different drinks, nuts, crisps, Maltesers, and like for the final 20k. And the unfortunate thing was by that point, they didn't really want anything. The only thing I could get them to drink was Coca-Cola. Um, but I think that like, stomach cramps and stuff were starting to set in and they just couldn't keep anything down. So just carrying all this stuff that no one wanted. Did the Maltesers come in handy? I ate not? most of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went to good use then. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to lighten my bags. It was just all, I was just having it all myself. But, oh my God, it is grueling out there. I only did 20K. I don't know how they do it. I can do it. I don't, I don't know how they do it. They just kind of switch off to the pain. And you hear at the finish line here, and you can hear someone. You hear the stomach cramps that guy was having. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, big. and that, that that started at the top of Time Sham, which is like 25 kilometers back, and just he would not give in. It's. Uh, I'm happy to support for 20 kilometers. My God, that's all I'll do. Good job, man. I, I guess the Nepalese boys have gone home. Yeah, they've been and gone. I guess. <laughs> man. Man, there's a lot of writing. I asked them this morning what they what they ate for breakfast. They're like Nepalese soup. 
Maybe everyone it's should a, have that. Yeah, that's it. But at the same time, I mean, teasers, the, the, the people that finish now are seriously impressive, but you also have to take your hat off to the people that are out on that course for 30 hours. No, exactly. That's I it. Think that's they'll, have, they'll have a full night time, yeah. right? I mean, what's harder? These guys know they can do it, right? Yeah. Rain will shine almost all day. And then Vince and the team arrived. After 103 kilometers from the far east to the far west of the New Territories, it looked like it had been a tough race for Team KPMG Hong Kong Trail Walker. Arm to shoulder, they took each other over the line, grabbing the first seat they saw around a chili bin of beers the support crew had brought in. Can you tell me how the first beer feels? <laughs> it's always special because you are, me, I'm thinking about the first beer already during the last 30k. <laughs> you're, you're the man. Okay, how many times did you feel today? No. Respect. I made my way around to talk to Vince. I'm totally beat. <laughs> You've done good, man. Yeah. What time did we do dinner? 14:35 or something. Yeah. 14.35, yeah, 34 would have been. Thanks for coming down here. Not at all, man, no, it's a pleasure to... It was, uh, definitely not easy. It was quite difficult today. I turned the time and... Uh, not easy. Done, man, it's done. But, oh, wow, yeah. I'm sure that you enjoy it, yeah? Man, it's nice to come down here, there's like a good energy of people around, and you know, so cool. Very cool, you know, very... You should try it someday. Yeah, I it's will. Something else. Yeah. You go through the roller coaster of emotions, you know. Man, you brought me into a new world, you know. I can <laughs> feel it. But boy, I feel like a wounded soldier. He did look wounded, but they had run the race in 14 hours and 32 minutes, coming ninth overall. You got something to drink? Yeah. Can you get me coke from Chubby? Yeah. Ninth overall in one of Asia's most competitive trail races. By the time I got back with the coat, Vince had begun melting into his seat. His eyes were narrowing, utterly exhausted. Usually I'm not so beat, but um, today I had trouble. Hey, thank you. This? Here? Where was it tough? I mean, I lost power after stage six, which is um, stage seven, Needlehill. Needlehill, grassy old time was shot, I lost power. And then my stomach kind of shut down. Then um, on stage 10, I was puking many, many times. Lost energy. Was wobbly. Felt uh, very, very sleepy. To the point where my eyes were just shut. Think about a team event, right? In a solo event, I might have quit. But a team event, A, you don't want to quit. B, it's hard to quit. I was strong until like stage 8. I was even touring someone, but after that I lost it. I was gonna go to take a shower. He feels so dirty. And you'll still be able to get the minibus home. Oh, I think I can. But you know what? I think I'm gonna cab. In 2003, uh, I graduated, and then, uh, and then uh, 2004, I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to find some sort of sport which wouldn't cost any money because I didn't have any money you know, back in the day. But then I was also a very shy, shy guy. So uh, uh, there used to be this, the, the the group called the Hong Kong Trampers. I, I signed up for a meetup, but then I went to the MTR station. I think the first one was in Chun Wan, but then I was too shy to introduce myself. 
So I went back home. <laughs> and, and the next week, I'm like, you got to do something about it. Whereas I went there, introduced myself, and then, uh, you know, things changed. And uh, after you start doing it, you fall in love with the sport because it, it builds a certain temperament. You know, um, when, you, when, you, when you trail one and you're in nature and you put one foot in front of another, that's all you think of, you know? Everything else kind of dissipates away, you know? It puts you in the state of mind that, um, in my opinion, other, other sports don't, you know? You're essentially in nature, running, nothing else matters, and you're just happy. You're spiritually connected to, uh, to nature, and that's... It's, it's, it, it feels like you're meditating, essentially. I mean, the process matters more than the destination. If I were to say, look, I mean, uh, you start the trail walker right now, 100 kilometers. How about we fast forward the journey, bring you straight to the finish? No one's going to do the trail walker because we all do it for the experience. And that experience is what is important. And that experience comes through the roller coaster of emotions and how you manage them, you know? And that's the beauty of the sport. Well, that's it for this week's Waves of Sound, Hong Kong. A very big thank you to Vince Natiri for meeting up to talk with us a couple of times. And a big thanks to the rest of the team for taking the time to talk with us before and after the race. It was a special event to witness. We highly recommend the Trail Walkers podcast, even for those not into trail running. The guests have lots of inspiration to share. Thanks for listening. Like us on our Facebook page, and if you have any comments, you can reach us at wavesofsound.hk at gmail.com. Take care, and talk to you next time.